everybody for another episode of the Living Love Congress podcast. On today's episode, we have a very, I'm going to say, independent young lady. I'm in my very independent young lady in the world of business, you know, upcoming entrepreneur. She is an entrepreneur. I'm not going to say upcoming because she's here. The CEO and founder of Fikari Travel, Ms. Rasheen Brindley. That's correct. All right. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I am doing very well. Doing very well, you seem unsure. Um, no, it's just I have a lot of things mm-hmm. that, you know, I plan to do, you know, a lot of things that I needed, I need to get executed as well. So that, that plays on my mind from time to time. Correct. We can't get things done at the same time, so I need to take things serious, correct? Correct. Correct. So, you know, for all local and international audiences that don't quite know who you are, can you give us a brief character definition of who Rasheen is and where she's coming from? Um, Rasheen is a very, you know, dedicated business person. Anything related to business, that's definitely my forte. Um, I am rather humble as well. You know, I came from, well, I could say not the best. Oh, yeah, definitely not the best. How was that for What I would say is that it was definitely difficult but how my mother basically grew me and my brother it wasn't in a case where we were you know we were in need of anything like the necessities were definitely there food you know education was a must 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 no matter the financial situation you definitely have got school right um besides that there's a lot of things that i did in order to even from a tender age of 10 i've been doing business i used to sell in the downtown area with my uncle my brother and my cousin and no as i said my mother ensured that anyway there she find it in order that school was, you know, everything that we needed was there. However, we're going to want things. And we definitely did want things. Um, we used to sell downtown. It wasn't a, we have to do it, you know. It wasn't that case. It was just that we saw it as, you know, fun to basically. We wanted to be around our cousins. Nonetheless, I... You know, it gave me, it pushed me to, yes, definitely, where I was pushed out of my comfort zone because I was a very shy person, right? Um, can't shy, I said. Can't shy, but I was shy. But the thing is that one, one instance where we, me, my brother, and my cousin, this is the, the, the actual moment that I realized that I had to step out of my comfort zone and that the same methods that everybody else is doing, I have to come with something different, you know? 
So me, my brother, and my cousin were um downtown, um right where mothers was, is actually, and we three of us got ten watches to sell, and. Uh, we basically put them on a stick and we wanted them to sell on their own. On a stick? Yeah, man, put them on a stick. <laughs> and us hang them up because, yeah. we, you know, our uncle that appeared with the same, regardless. Right. If we sell nothing, we're not sell nothing. Same money. <laughs> same money. <laughs> However, um, but if you sell more, it will give a top up. Of course. But. We normally we just settle with you know all of we are getting the same pay anyway we to sell right now sell so why put it in the work? So I was sitting there and I was like, no man, we want a top up, you know. So what I did was, as I said, I was a very shy person. Like anything people said to me, me ball right, my clothes off, not talk to nobody, and. I took up the watches and as a, they were there for a couple of hours. As I said, we put them out there for sell themselves. And I took up some of the watches and I said, all right, cool. I go go down into town because where we were is that big tree where the crowd was, right? right? It was. So you were selling, so selling these watches in areas that the populace wasn't gravitating. No. So, so, so that's a bit redundant as relates to selling. There were, there, all right. So, Persons were there, you know. Um, enough. It wasn't like a, a, a vicinity where persons weren't. Per, persons were there, but but it wasn't as big as Big Tree or any of those locations. Mm-hmm. So I took up the watches and I said, "All right, I go head to that side," and I started to call out that something that why. You know, me never really want to become. Me never want. I, I don't know if it was. Embarrassment, you know, because never really want people to look for me, you know, never want some classmates or anything like that. So, when they kind of put on my hoodie, and you know, sometimes my classmates see me and just, <laughs> you know, me sell a watch. <laughs> so, I went down there, minutes, sell off, come back, get more, sell off. Them shame me, go take up your book. I don't, I don't want to watch, you know, and what kept me going was that one the LED, I don't even know the LED watch them, yeah, you know, with the rubber band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that. Mm-hmm. One said the, the, the converse, the uppers one, so you know, no, 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 the uppers, yes. So that was that kept playing in my mind. So even when in business things get difficult, what I Envision for my business long term keeps playing in my mind. Right, that, so let's, mm-hmm. let's talk about that transition then from mm-hmm. selling watches on a stick to pick up <laughs> right? packages. <laughs> All right, travel packages. What made you choose travel? All right, so travel is I always hear a person say pick something that you like. Tourism was never a field that I was looking into. When I left high school, I wanted to be an architect. No, when I was in high school, I wanted to be an architect because I love drawing. Then, after graduating, I was like, I, I wanted to um, delve into the field of engineering, aviation engineering, right? However, the, the, the subjects that I did in 
high school were that of you know anything that was bringing me to the path of architecture so i had to go out and do the sciences autocad autocam all of that you know to do aviation engineering and after i get the subjects i'm like nobody wanted this then i spent a year after that saying i'm going to work right normal folks them say once you start work you don't want to go you don't want to go back to school right when you start making money you don't want to go to school um whilst working i realized that i don't like working for people i do not like to work for people it's not that i'm disrespectful and i would answer my managers or anything of that but it was just i found it very difficult for somebody to tell me when to wake up when to sleep when to eat when to stop eating you know i hated going into because i was situated in new kingston and i hated going into restaurants and seeing people doing this i hate working for other per um working on other person's time that was a huge problem for me so i started my business whilst i was working at nine to five and you know tourism it was just i love adventure i love to be out there we're in jamaica you know one of the major tourism countries and you know i said all right honestly it's just a starter thing that was it. So just it like was, a starter so thing. Wasn't a genuine interest. It's just like, right, let, let me try this. Yeah, definitely. I was just I tried it and I ran with it. Right. So right? What, what was the planning no planning. No planning. Nothing. Right, so Fika travel and and rushing to very very far up as it relates to the business name. What, the what, business what name. What was the naming process? Because I don't I don't want to lose the correlation. Actually, I started a store in um, twenty seventeen that was called Ficari mm -hmm. and I like names that are unique and persons don't know it and you know all of that I love that but how the name came about is that my friend introduced me to his friend who named Ficari it's actually an African name how he spells his name but I spell it like how I did hear it right and once googling it I found it's an Italian word for the coolest so it was a clothing brand so it's coolest clothing you know things like that so i just ran with it um as i said i started a store just one day but it broke 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 i'm gonna say i need some money what am i gonna sell right at the time supreme was the brand that was trending so i was like okay i'm not money for buying a supreme nothing but guess what i'm gonna go a ton Mm. I'm gonna say Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme was, I call them the real knockoff. The one that was spell like it, look like it, everything, you know? Yeah. Selling for $500. <laughs> but going at other store, them look because I need to see it, you know? Yes, yeah, so I look on it and everyone has selling for like a five, five, six, five. So, in order to be that competition, you know, affordability, right? I have to cut the price. A five bills, no get it for you now. I may sell about for three, five. Some people say, wow, that's cheap. Even the OVO hats are selling as well. So I've got that as well. And the money that I get, the thing with starting a new business, every dollar that you get, you invest it back into the business. So I started to buy my final store, um, my Chinese store, we sell Adidas sweatpants. You know? The one. I mean, <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Adidas sweatpants and sorry to the customers who bought but <laughs> Them myself thousand dollars. So you know, say so me I got I have to me a match a price them. So at them time they yeah, so you know me I sell it back for three five, you know, yeah. and thing Tommy Hill figure everything that is trending iPhone the knockoff for it that it spells the same kind. I always look for spelling enough. You know, not Adidas, Adidas. <laughs> so that was the thing. Um, I went to private school, so. Um, a lot of he was selling like nothing. I was selling pop sockets at a boy for fifty dollars for five hundred dollars. You know, I had ambassadors, you know, that selling for me as well and promoting. So that was in twenty seventeen when I just left um high school, and that was really great. But the thing is that at that time I never had an entrepreneurship mindset, really. So when I get all of that money, me I buy food, me I buy this, me I floss ends, <laughs> you know, me I do everything for burn up that, and I wasn't consistent because I was going to school seven days a week, right? I wanted seven days a week because I was doing all the sciences. Remember, all the sciences for CSEC and Cape AutoCAD, AutoCAM. I was the president for my youth group. I wanted to be the MP for my region. So I was doing a lot, you know. So. With that, no, I never really had the time for it. It wasn't anything that I saw long term. It was just something I was doing right now. Come, I need some money. I'm no, I can't go to mother. So I need the latest iPhone. You get me? So this is how I made my money, and you know, after that, it just gets. I I I never really care about it anymore because I wasn't being consistent. So even the page was booming. I got a lot of orders. The passion, it was just that it was a lot of work and because I even started to sell. So I moved up. I got partnerships with um, a store downtown that was importing a lot of shoes, clocks, everything. So even you go on my page from a clothing store, you see all of that. And what I did was I never bought anything. What I did, So I tell people all the time that you can start a business without spending any money. Right? So... With that now, person say, okay, I need two clocks. And because I have a partnership with the person, I can just go there, take up two clocks, go and go sell. If it doesn't sell, I can bring them back. Right. So I never lose any money. Right. So after that now, how I reach evil to, so I, I said I want to stick with the name. People know it already and people tie it to me already. Right. So for the travel agency, it was not planned at all. There was no business structure, no marketing. Um, strategy, anything like that. I just say, alright, business are business. Everything, I can I believe that anything, everything we can do, right? So, I did that. Honestly, I made my first million three months doing that. Clueless, right? Alright, hold on. Mm-hmm. Before we get into how you made your first million, mm-hmm. let's get into how you form some of partnership with some of these hotels mm-hmm. and resorts. Because I see there's no way that you mm-hmm. can offer packages from these resorts mm-hmm. there's a partnership not established so let's get into how you exactly establish these partnerships with these companies and mm-hmm. how Ficardi Travel gains credibility in the market so um it's just alright I don't tell myself that I can't do anything alright I say no right so I started to develop my business I have membership of over 200 persons 
that alone before I even went to any hotel for any deals. I had a lot of, that was when I just started. I gained a lot of memberships. And then... Membership with what product or what service? Membership, being a member in my, my company is basically, you know, you qualify for a lot of discounts, right? Lots of giveaways. Um, and Ficari Travel is not just accommodations. We do flights, car rentals, excursions, cruises, event planning. So there's so many different fields in that where persons um, want discounts for. And our members get um, up to 30% off uh, on those deals. Anything that we provide, they get discounts on that. So after that, now we know it's basically these, these hotels need to know that you are bringing people we can guarantee and just having members alone as well as my bookings so all, all of that came into play when pitching that to them so you went to every single one of these establishments in person or was it no no uh when my business boomed was in um the covid period it boomed during covid boom and it stores him i can see why that would happen because mm -hmm. being that no one is feeling COVID was my best, but, best and period. And what I don't understand, right? the, the government between you, as it relates to tourism revenue, mm -hmm. lost from March to April, about $30.6 billion. Reason for that is because their target audience is international clients. Yeah, outside of Jamaica. Outside of Jamaica. So, also, and we, so your main demographic is the locals. And locals. Right. I try to dominate the smaller aspect of the business which would be the locals and seeing that the borders are closed there's no international clients coming in so i have to capitalize on the persons who are already here so so the reach tell me about regard travel's reach because it seems like mm -hmm. as it relates to your deals and your packages and your membership it seems like everything came together very crisply but for that to happen mm -hmm. i mean i know that you you seem like a very powerful and competent CEO, mm -hmm. but every CEO needs assistance, every CEO needs support. So how does their network and how does the support as it relates to internal logistics come into play as it relates to getting Ficali travel out there and known to everybody? All right, so as stated, in the COVID-19 um, lockdown was my best, best, best period because that's when I I put out an ad for ambassadors who would then serve as travel agents. Um, I think in business that person should capitalize on is leveraging persons and different opportunities to the best of your ability. Most of my ambassadors have thousands of followers. That's marketing right there. Easy. Easy. So you don't pay for that? You get paid. In my agency, no. you get... As in, for instance, mm -hmm. you don't pay for marketing for Ficali travel, or is it that you just use the, the networks of your ambassadors to your advantage? Alright, so I pay my ambassadors based upon results. Okay. Results. So I don't so if you market twenty times mm -hmm. for the for the for the week and you know you don't bring in anybody, I still compensate for hard work. 
So regardless, if you put up, you don't get sales, I still compensate you, even though I mostly pay for results. It makes sense because they would encourage them to keep trying. Definitely, definitely. Nobody wants to put in work and not getting paid for it. So um, I have 56 ambassadors, right? Very hardworking. They themselves help mostly to put the business out there. And the thing with bringing in clients, they're lifetime clients. So anything that they book, whether it's a car, a hotel, a BNB, they get compensated for it for life. Right? For life. So what I mean by that is that if you brought in John, right? John is your client for life. So if John bringing 10 persons behind him, those are also your clients. All right, so what I'm trying to understand here, basically you're saying that no one else within your company will be able to take John as your client. Unless John chooses to switch. Okay. But other than that, it's your client. And it's very easy to, you know, basically marketing. But however, answering your question, that helped to push the business out there right the, the the mere fact that a lot of them have they know a lot of persons their marketing team um their whole social media platform on a whole is marketing the business as well as instead of paying for somebody to post who has thirty thousand followers i have ambassadors who have a hundred thousand followers right and um, you know the the business is out there as well as um other things I have partnerships with a lot of businesses. Yeah, so, well, or you can't confidential. Going back to the ambassadors, that's what I actually learned about the kind of trouble. Mm -hmm. because I have a friend and she be posting on her WhatsApp status, you know, I'm a brand ambassador, mm -hmm. use my code for this and that. Mm -hmm. So, the way how it's set up, like legitimacy, you mm -hmm. really want to spend money, and I really like that. Mm -hmm. you know, Okay. See, I, I, another thing I find about you and your company, mm -hmm. you first, is a certain air professionalism mm -hmm. that, you know, is very, I wouldn't say attractive, but I would say it is, it is almost gravitating as it relates to, you know, people in your space. You can mm -hmm. actually tell that you have passion for what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You know, you're really in this 110%, right? And We've interviewed some young entrepreneurs and we've seen some young entrepreneurs and they, they don't put out half the effort that you put in to your Thank business, you. but yet still they want the same results. Now, as it relates to work ethic, mm -hmm. right? How important, since we brought that up, how important is work ethic to you and how has it brought you to where you are now? Um, work ethic um, plays a huge part in my business because I've spent homeless hours on my business until I'm at the point now where I don't have to do anything. I have persons doing it for me. And that was the main purpose of creating a business and being entrepreneurs. That's one of the, you know, and the thing is that I can work anywhere. If I get up today and say I'm leaving the country, I can work from wherever I am, you know, in the comfort of my bed, you know, and that, that brings me joy. Um... Work ethic as it relates to my agents. I don't like to call them ambassadors because they're travel agents. You know, it's very important. I 
like everything done to the T, you know, and on time. Because time is money, <laughs> is money, and I can't afford to lose any clients. And but no, definitely, they want the money from the, 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 the clients. So they work extremely hard. I am so proud of them. A lot of them put out the extra work. Like, sometimes I, I look back and I just see them doing somewhere that they don't have to do. Right? They don't ask me to just do it. They bring in their clients. Even if they don't bring in their clients, I still compensate them for it. I give rewards. You know, I go above and beyond for my agents because they're the one bringing in the business 10 9 out of 10 times any bookings that i make is because of my agents so definitely they are a huge part in my business and their work their work ethic is um just above and beyond right. so what I mean, building, building a business, mm -hmm. for you building the culture, was it, like, when you started it, was it an, an immediate hit, or was there a period in time you're wondering, like, you oh, is this going to work? Everything I touch is an immediate hit. Everything. Yo, this is the, this is the <laughs> Everything. All right. Yeah. My philosophy yeah. is it has to work, or it has to work. There's no doubt in my game. Right? Even if I don't plan it while doing it, you know, things come together. And I'm the person who may see a job 10 times, depending, depending, because I learn to work off other person's mistakes, but more on job to see where you did feel. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Just like if you tell a child, don't touch the stove with hot, and still won't touch it because they want to say, what do you mean? What, what is hot? You know, it's going to burn you. What is that? You know, more experience it. So things like that, I no no everything that I venture into is a definite. That's what I was telling you. In the first three months, I made my first meal, not knowing what I was doing. I was trying something. However, I pre this business right now. I've never loved something as much as I love this. Long term, I am building two resorts. One has already started in Sentamos, and the next one will be in Redhills. Um, so, with that being said, I am looking to dominate. I need a hotel in every single parish, hit up the Caribbean, go to the States, you know, and so forth. I want it long term. You hear that? Two resorts? This is the reason why. Listen, listen to me. This is a 20 year old young lady here speaking about building two hotels. Yes. Currently. Right. When I talk about a fan, this is not fantasy. Real life. Right? <laughs> Come on, but yo, this is the reason why we created Million Dollar Comedy. This is the reason, you know, to, to, to I'm sure that many people would have walked past her and not known, like would, have, would not have known that this is the is the, is, the, is the type of talent, mm -hmm. the type of passion well, that she was a business. You understand? And. You know, when I hear things like this, when I hear conversations, when I, when I'm in conversations like this, it really brings me to a level. It really brings me to a level where, you know, I can say, listen, Jamaica's potential of growth by the youth, it is exponential. Not not because, you know, a few of us don't have this gene. Not because a few of us don't have this gene. 
means that, you know, it's not going to happen. You understand? Mm -hmm. I need to, I need to keep doing what you're doing. To inspire me. Definitely. As, as well as, you know, the, the entire population. Mm -hmm. So, this is leading to my next question because we spoke about, you know, building hotels and, you know, going through the, the, the motions. Now, Edmund Bardet, the tourism minister, he mm -hmm. recently stated in a JS new post that he's looking to reset the tourism business, right? Mm -hmm. If you're building two hotels now, mm -hmm. if you can't travel, how will that affect you? Because resetting 34% of a $15.71 billion structure is a massive task. Mm -hmm. And that will affect everybody down the line. Right? So how will that affect the card travel and your ventures from here? Well, my ventures from here and how it will affect me. My thing kind of single out where anything the government is doing, I ensure that I am not affected. And even if it comes, because any unexpected things that come, I normally am quick to find a way around it. COVID came unexpectedly, and I am in the tourism field. Exactly. So it would have affected me greatly. Nonetheless, I found a strategy to maneuver, right? Likewise, anything that is coming that will hinder my business from moving forward or developing at the level that I need it to be at, I will definitely find a way. Can you imagine $107 billion loss to the tourism sector? Big hit and this young lady's property. But it goes back to the point that she made where whatever the government is doing, it doesn't have to affect as long as you have a you have to the thing is that with your business you have to make it crisis proof right. so anything came it come you know hotels close and all of that but guess what this is leads back to having multiple streams of income right. yeah i never i wasn't getting as much bookings but guess what people stop take public transportation so my car car rental business boomed right. um persons um wanted to you know at, people are still making bookings places are still open hotels are still open as well you know persons wanted to a lot of them have big families so sometimes they, they had persons renting out some places i don't just do hotels i do hostels i do bnbs i do rentals i do apartments so the you know tourism everything everything that encompasses the car travel provides everything everything and the thing is that being in business and just because i just tell people you have an idea run with it before somebody else run with it and that's what happened with this <laughs> what happened with this and indeed you know Rasheem, i can't tell you my level i mean i'm holding it down now i'm very composed but <laughs> isn't it, 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 it what, I, yeah. what you've been saying has blown me away for a 20 year old to to achieve so much in such a short period of time, it blows my mind. No, thank you. Bro, <laughs> it, it didn't blow my mind, you know why? Because I know that age is just a normal mindset is everything. Definitely. But here's the thing, society has geared us to think that, you know, by a certain age, you're not supposed to achieve a certain thing. That's what has been drilled into us. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, our parents coming from that generation, have been, you know, involuntarily drilling that into us as well. And we, ex we don't expect things 
of certain age groups because of this. I know they, and because of this now, because of what we're doing here, and because of the people I'm meeting, my mind is no longer close to, 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 to that, locked into that space. Yeah. Going back to what you said about your parents' dreaming in you, that you have a choice. Right. But listening listening to that repeatedly over the first eighteen years of your life is lit it's, it's like a it's like an alarm clock in my morning. You understand? It beats constantly and you know what it is. You know what you understand? It is not something you can really get away from. Mm-hmm. If you're in the in the home the home of your parents, if you're in the seat of your parents and they constantly do listen to you. You understand? It's, it's hard. You get, you get what I'm saying? Well, I experienced that. What I have to do is unlearn what are the things that I was taught. Mm-hmm. Alright, so let's bring this home. Let's bring this podcast home. It's been an amazing show again. Mm-hmm. Jason, I'm sure you can agree. Certainly. You understand? It's very, I'm sure this was inspiring. Not even for the young entrepreneurs, but for the young females listening. Not even just young females. The, the, the older females want to start. Yeah. Want to start. Yeah. start. And are free to start, you are showing them that there is a way regardless. So regardless of every age, you are a model for every age group. Right? Thank so you. let's bring this home up. What's next for Sheen? What's next for Fikari Travel? Fikari, there is a lot coming. Hotels, villas, um, launches. I can't really specify. I have an excursion launch. Don't really want to put that out there because we don't really want anybody to come teeth my things, you know? Uh, yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for that. Um a lot of things are coming, having a restaurant as well, you know, um apartments, possibly a muse. Um so there's a lot of things coming. Other business ventures, you can look out for fetch couriers coming your way very soon. You know, and it will be dropping like a bomb. So there's a lot to look out for. Definitely, um, I am honored to be a part of this program and also meeting new individuals. Um, I am also inspired and motivated with your work as well. You know, and. So when she says she's busy, guys, it's no like no cap. You get me. We appreciate you time. Of course. Ripple Jamaica. Support. 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 Oh yes, a big big thanks to uh, Kingston Creative, Creative Hub, Creative Hub for hosting us. Right. You know, for, for making this environment very hospitable for us to do this interview to come. You know, and you know we, we hope to be using this venue more so we can bring quality, quality, quality is our priority. Right. Thank you guys. Follow us, follow J A. Understand YouTube page, like, subscribe. Actually, people, you know, guys, we have more cards coming. This definitely, let's drive <laughs> is on the way. Everybody like Porsche, Porsche. <coughs> let's go. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, and until next time, we're out. All right, oh, peace.
guys for watching. Hello.